for 2024 with new episodes for you. We are starting off this year talking about self-image and as always talking about identity, but I want to zone in on self-image and body image for women in the first quarter of this year, because it's really where uh, our ministry began. And I have a very special guest on today who I'm super excited. She's a longtime friend. Her name is Wendy Pett, and she is the founder of Visibly Fit. I'm going to read you her quick bio. Uh, She's been motivating people to make fitness and good nutrition part of their daily routine. For many years, she teaches the balance of body, mind, and spirit through her Visibly Fit wellness program. Wendy is a full-time business owner, a naturopathic doctor. I didn't realize you were a doctor too, Wendy. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. A wife, mother, author, speaker, international TV host of her own show, reaching 75 million households. She's the podcaster of the Visibly Fit and your biggest breakthrough shows, which I have been on. She's on the advisory board for, and as a member of Christian Women in Media. She's a volunteer, and her passion consists of whole food, plant-based wellness, coaching, emotional healing, personal online training, fitness planning, educational motivational speaking, getting tongue-tied here, and creating new products and tools to assist clients along their wellness journey. So welcome to the show, Wendy. I'm so excited to finally have you on. Thank you, Jennifer. It's always fun to be with you. So thanks for having me on your amazing show. I love your program. Oh, thank you so much. It's definitely an act of faith, as you know, when it comes to podcasting. We were just talking about, I was just telling Wendy, I am a woman, but I am not super woman. That is one thing I learned this year in the world of podcasting. Um, One woman can only do so much, but but you have a podcast also with your husband, The Biggest Breakthrough, and you're visibly fit. So tell us really quickly, what are the difference between those two shows? And I want our, our listeners definitely to follow you. Yeah, thank you. So The Visibly Fit podcast is a, a holistic um, podcast that where I share about health and healing and, and just uh, about health in general, but mind, body, spirit, right? So I'll bring on different guests, a different uh different shows, but I also do a lot of solo shows where I'm educating and, and maybe some of it's inspiring or equipping and in, in different ways, but it's a lot of education. So if you've got questions around health and healing and, uh, and, and knowing that it's all rooted in, in, uh, Christian faith, then that's the place to go. And then your biggest breakthrough that I have with my husband is an amazing program, which, um, you've been on as well. And we share God's stories. Like it is just beautiful. I feel honored that I, Todd and I were talking the other day. We're like, man, we would do this show. Even if nobody listened, like we get so much out of it ourselves <laughs> because the interviews are so powerful. Right. And, and they're all just Jesus stories and it, it always strengthens our faith. So yeah, give those both a listen. We'd appreciate it. Oh, that is so awesome. That's so awesome. Okay. We're going to start by talking about self-image. Cause like I said, this is where I started, uh, my ministry, which not really having the intention to start a ministry, but just writing a book about self-image and body image for women and girls and how it really related to our relationship with God. And you talk a lot about self-image as well. But I think possibly our definition of self-image is different than the world's definition. So how would you define self-image? And why is that an important concept for women and girls to grasp, Wendy? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, right out of the gate here, of course, the world uh, defines self-image as, you know, one's own abilities or their own appearance. Um, but but I define self-image as putting self aside and it becoming God image. It's, it's, it's our self uh, image with inside God's image. So often we're looking at, as you know, because this is your ministry and it has been for so many years, we're seeing ourselves through our fleshly uh, given eyes as opposed to God's eyes. And so it's, it's changing the way we see and understand what is self image. Uh, we're created in his image. So if, if, if that's the reality, then self is self, right? Like we're in uh, in his creation, we, we're in his image. And so we need to see self through his eyes instead of our own. And so that's how I would define it. That's so good. I love the way you say that a lot of healthy self-image is actually putting yourself aside. Because that is where I think when I was in the modeling industry and I was struggling with, with an eating disorder, I think I was so focused on self that I didn't understand that if I turned my eyes and focused on God instead and who he created me to be, all, the, all of those other things would, in essence, fall into place. One of the things that really bothers me is a lot of the messaging that you see in magazines and on media about loving yourself. What is your take on that? Because I think, you know, you got to love yourself. You got to love your body. Well, obviously God's word is so clear that we are to love him and love our neighbor. And I'm not even sure about that concept. <laughs> what is your opinion of that? Is, is focusing on loving yourself and loving your body even a good idea? Because our body's changing every single day. And some days we like ourselves and some days we don't. Yeah, that's that's a really good question too. You know, I think it's uh, understanding the word love, right? Like, what is loving yourself? And again, it's loving ourselves as 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 God loves us. And so, do I think that we should love ourselves and love our body and 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 love ourselves healthy and well? Absolutely. But it's so that we can glorify Him and so that we can help our neighbor, love our neighbor, you know, love ourselves so we can, or love our neighbors as ourselves. So how can we love our neighbor if we don't love ourselves? So it, I think it's a misunderstanding of the word love, even like, I, I'm trying to think, what was that movie years ago? The truth about cats and dogs or something. I don't know. But it was like, they were saying, you can love your dog, just don't love your dog. And so um, I don't know if you remember that movie, it was a long, long time ago, but you can love yourself, just don't love yourself. Like don't have your yourself as an uh, as idolatry, right? Like that's right. the, that's the problem. It's loving yourself through the lenses of Christ. And then that's how we're able to love our neighbor in a healthy way. And that we have the, the um, right image ourselves so that we can love them unconditionally because we love ourselves unconditionally and see, see ourselves uh, uh, as, as a, a child of God. You know, yeah. and we give ourselves grace and mercy and, and all the things that um, uh, that he is. Exactly. What do you think are the biggest challenges that women and girls face when it comes to self-image? I got to tell you, I uh, last year I was up at uh, my son's school at Texas Tech where he's going to college. And I was talking to some of the sorority girls and I asked them, what is your number one thing that girls your age struggle with. And without 
batting an eye, they said body image. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, <laughs> have we not made a dent? It's gotten worse that that is the number one thing still to this day. I think I wrote Girl Perfect, what, 15 years ago with wanting to address that very issue. So much has happened with the body posse movement and, and I want to get more into that later, but what is it? Why is that the number one struggle you think that women and girls face today? Uh, you know, it's, we compare ourselves. I mean, you look at social media, that's the biggest problem. I think back into the day of like, when we were just seeing our reflection in water, as opposed to even a mirror, <laughs> like how wonderful that must have been. Right. <laughs> it had to have, yeah, look like a filter. Right, right. <laughs> and so you don't really have anyone to compare to. You just kind of see the person you're you're talking to and you see yourself, but you don't really see, I don't know. It's just so different now with mirrors and, and with social media. And we just put so much emphasis on how we're quote unquote supposed to look like, right? What are you supposed to look like? Well, we're all created in God's image and he loves us all equally and we're all fearfully and wonderfully made and we're beautiful in his eyes. So again, it's starting to see ourselves as beautiful and hey, we're all human. I get it. I get, in, I mean, this is like a, a reboot reset every day that uh, I think we all have to come to grips with. It's not like a um, okay, I've decided I'm child of the most high and I'm good and I'm never going to judge or compare myself to anyone else. No, it's a reset in, in God's truth of who we are and letting that reset our heart and reset our mind because we have 50 to 70,000 thoughts that we process every day, okay? And 80% 80 of those, Jennifer, are negative and 95% of those negative thoughts are on a reel. They're like constantly on a replay. And so negativity and self um, criticism and that kind of thing is a, is an addiction. And it's a wretched, horrible addiction. Like we literally create grooves in the brain because we've been thinking in such a rut about ourselves that it's hard to get out of that path. So we have to be intentional and we have to hit the reset button maybe multiple times a day and catch ourselves when we are getting off track. Catch ourselves if we're comparing ourselves. Catch ourselves if we go to the mirror and go, oh my gosh, look at that wrinkle. I didn't notice that one the other day. Instead of saying, oh my goodness, wow. Thank you, Lord, that I'm alive and well. Thank you, Lord, that you gave me these eyes to see and, and speak out life instead of death and defeat. Hey, everybody. One of the things that has impacted my life more than anything else is the women I am surrounded by. I have a circle of sisters around me who are faithful women who will pray for me, hold me up and challenge me. They're committed to my growth and I'm committed to theirs. Every one of us needs a circle of sisters to be the best we can be. So I am stepping out and I have started the Circle of Sisters book clubs and Bible studies to help you make deeper connections with women and girls and grow in your faith. Starting February 22nd, I will personally be leading online and in-person Bible studies to guide you, your friends, and the young women in your life through my books and studies. Our first Bible study will be the newly revised Girl Perfect, which focuses on fulfillment, our purpose, and the real meaning of our beauty and worth. Then we're going to go through my other books, which focus on identity. And this fall, I'll be teaching on my new book, I Am a Woman. 
This is a great time to either start your own Circle of Sisters book club or Bible study or join mine. Go to youarmore.org slash Circle of Sisters to get registered today. Studies start February 22nd. And hey, Girl Perfect is great for younger women and older women. It's the best way to engage moms and daughters, sisters and friends in deeper conversation that leads to lifelong friendships. And you'll get in the scriptures and grow in your relationship with God. So join or start a Circle of Sisters today. This is going to be awesome, and I can't wait to see what God will do. Go to youarmore.org slash Circle of Sisters to get registered. So, so good. It is really true. I've been trying, you know, here we are at the beginning of the new year and everyone is going, okay, what are my, whether it's resolutions or goals or how do I want to reset? And I, I, you know, people talk down resolutions and everything, but my view is that God made times and seasons and there are festivals all throughout the Bible. There are seasons all throughout the Bible. And this is an important season right now that we're in as we're looking at a new year and even being able to declare in this year what you know what we're created to do what what we're setting our minds on doing what are some practical ways that you recommend doing this? And let me just tell you, I tried, I don't know if you know who Mel Robbins is, you know, the Mel Robbins, of course, who doesn't know Mel Robbins? Mel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she does the uh, million dollar morning, million dollar morning. Uh, you wake up, you make your bed. I'm trying to think if I can think of all the things. You walk fast for 10 minutes. I have been doing that, which makes a big difference to get up and actually move my body. So I'm like literally walking around my pool because it's black. It's like 530 in the morning. So dark out with my hot water and lemon. I'm trying to drink the hot water and lemon before I have my coffee. Um, I say my prayers, spend my time in the word. What else does she have you do? Don't look at your phone. You work on. Oh, I know what she has you do. That's what I wanted to say before. After you make your bed, you're supposed to give yourself a high five in the mirror. Okay. It is, and she has this, all this psychology behind it. Okay. But it is really true. What you say about the negative thoughts, they start really quickly this morning. I, I don't think I did my million dollar morning routine. I just dragged myself with my coffee to my desk and right away, I could hear those, ne- you're such a loser. I have been hearing that voice. Isn't that crazy? Here, I launch a podcast. It's crazy. It's, it's reality. Yeah, I try to do all the, I keep hearing that. So how, how are you, uh, what are some practical ways that you think that we can align our minds with God's truth about who we are and our identity, our bodies, our self-image, our health? What is a practical way that you advise your clients to do that? When they're trying to transform their bodies, they have to transform their minds first. Sure. 100%. For sure. And there's several different exercises that we do from vision boards to uh, doing a, a simple mirror exercise. And, and in that mirror exercise, I'll give you this as an example, it's, it feels a little wonky, uh, but I have you get really close to the mirror, like so close that you're looking eyeball to eyeball with yourself. You're looking into the windows of your soul for yep. three minutes, three minutes. That's a long time when you're actually doing this and you're speaking 
life over your life. I don't care if it's wow. a, you know scripture verse or just saying all the things that you like about yourself. Almost kind of like that little girl in the in the mirror in the bathroom going, "I like my hair. I like my you know whatever." Uh, on YouTube, that was a pretty popular way back when. Start to speak life over your life, and I'm telling you, I have women that cry. I have women that sit there and can't think of one thing to say that is life-giving over their life. And they just cry, but, but the Lord speaks to you in that time. But when you can really get soul to soul with yourself, because these are the windows to your soul, right? Your eyes, it's powerful. It's powerful. So start to see yourself close up, close up and love yourself close up. Okay. Wow. So many times we're like, Ooh, no, thanks. I'm going to take a little step back. That selfie's a little too close. That's what I do. I back up. Well, because I back up, because if I back up, I don't see the wrinkles. <laughs> I'm like, and I used to tell women, stop looking at yourself in the mirror all the time because they're analyzing what's negative about themselves. Exactly. But you are so right. I had a friend do this, a hairdresser do this with me one time where she had me stand in front of the mirror, super close and, and, and speak that I was loved. I started crying, speak that I was loved. And I can't even remember what else. All I remember is that I started crying and I'm like, why is it? And that's what Mel Robbins says as well with this whole high five in the mirror in the morning, like, good job. You got up, you made your bed first step, you know, that whole affirming yourself positively, you know, first thing in the morning is, is actually really important to set your day. And like you said, it may need to be done over and over. So, so this whole three minutes standing in front of the mirror, speaking life over your body, your soul, your spirit, your circumstances, how often are you recommending women do this? Tell me it's only once. It depends on the individual, right? Like sometimes it's, it's difficult just for someone to do it once. But, um, you know, I encourage maybe you might need to do it every day for a season until right. you really start to, to, you know, put an anchor there and, and to really believe it and receive the words that you're actually speaking. So often we don't even believe what, what we're speaking. We're like, yeah, right, whatever. And you don't really let it sink in. But if you really are walking out and, and if you really understand that, that you have the mind of Christ and that we have the same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead, we will start to speak and act differently. Like there, there, there's a, there's a disconnect um, and so my goal is to help people connect, bridge the gap there to really walk out in, in authority who God created them to me to be. And I, and I think about just kind of, um, you know, the self-impressions, right? Like over years, we've had a number of self-impressions that have either been embossed in our heart or in our mind. And maybe it was because of our own doings of self-impressions or maybe from other people that have called us names or done certain things to us or whatever. So it's allowed us to think that we're not worthy or think that we're ugly or, or, you know, all the lies, you know, you speak on this as well. So sure. it's, it's unraveling that it's unraveling that piece and layer by layer, getting rid of those self impressions and putting that God impression on our heart. Cause he's the only one that can feel that embossed heart anyway. Exactly. And I always talk about it um, with my book, The Girl Perfect Study Guide. I always tell girls that have eating disorders and stuff like that. It's really good to do the Bible study, not just read the book, but do the Bible study too, because you're re-wallpapering your mind with the truth of what God says about you. And these thoughts can create these rivulets. I always think of it like a 
like a marble going down a sand hill and it'll go over and over and over again. I'm overweight, I'm overweight, or I'm fat, or I'm ugly, or I'm worthless, or I'm a loser, or um, everybody hates me, or he's mad at me, or whatever it might be, right? These thoughts create these uh, neural pathways, grooves in in our mind that can be rerouted with new thoughts. And so you have to, you do have to take your thoughts captive and be able to go, okay, wait, that thought is, is obviously not from God. And you're going to live out what you believe and what, and what you think, right? 100%. Another analogy I just thought of, as you were saying this, uh, is how, when, uh, water, like a river or flowing river comes and it keeps flowing over and over and how it ends up cutting through rock over time. Now, water seems it's fluid, right? Like you'd think, well, what's the big deal? And, and rock is solid, but um, even thoughts, they're fluid, but yet our, our, uh, our, it's, it's solid in the impact that they make. And so we have to shift the direction of that river, so to speak, so that uh, a new, a new path is, is made and new grooves, a new uh, creation is, is started. So I just think about that. That's a pretty powerful analogy. Just God just gave me, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. How do you think that having a negative body image or a negative self image for a woman affects all the areas of her life? Because it it's not just about diet and exercise, right? It's going, those thoughts that you have about yourself are going to impact other areas. How does that work, do you think? And what kind of negative impact can having a negative self-image have on a woman or girl's life? Yeah. Well, we are to hold every thought captive, right? Um, I'll say that I'm going to share a story with you, I think, first. Um, I had a gal that reached out to me one time, and this was in Minnesota, and it was like the dead of winter. It was like, I don't know, 20 below, 15 below, super cold. And, um, and she called me and, uh, she was just in tears and she said, I I don't know what to do. I'm in my pajamas. I haven't gotten out of my pajamas in a week and a half, two weeks. Like I can't go to the store. can't care for my kids. My husband's getting really upset with me. I'm in this funk. I'm depressed. I do not know what to do. And, um, it was just this negative, like just doom and gloom kind of, uh, you know, words that she kept speaking over herself on so many different levels. And, um, sometimes it's just, not necessarily, it's not even the words we speak, it's the action that we take. And so I said to her, I said, I said, all right, are are you willing to do something? Not, not just for me, but for you. And it's going to seem a little out there. And she said, yeah, anything, anything. And I said, I want you to just stay in your pajamas, but I want you to put on your winter coat, put on your Uggs, put on your scarf, put on your hat, your gloves. And I want you to go for a, a walk around the block and then call me when you get back. And she said, what? I said, yeah, I want you to do that and just call me. And she's like, okay. So she did that and she went around the block. She came back, she called me and she was laughing and crying all at the same time, partly because she took action. She was obedient in something. And also that movement, that that change of direction. So sometimes it's not just the thoughts, it's the action that may feel uncomfortable and quote unquote hard, just because it's different, that can change our thought patterns because it will start to change our our chemical makeup, right? It'll start to release uh, dopamine and serotonin and those happy hormones. So it's, it's, 
it works the same way with our self-image, right? Like sometimes we need to do the quote unquote hard, the different in order to um, have like a pattern interrupter. Like you were talking about Mel Robbins. Well, what what I do first thing in the morning is I roll out of bed and do push-ups. I'm not even awake and I'm doing push-ups. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've been doing that for five months now. And I, you know, I've skipped two days out of five months. And, um, and it's, and it's amazing. When I first started doing it, Todd's like, where'd you go? Where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm down here doing pushups. And, <laughs> and so it's just, but it's a pattern interrupter. And now if, I mean, it feels natural, right? And right. so, um, we got to do those things that are going to put us in a different trajectory of feeling good about ourselves. Just like that high five in the mirror. Um, right. if you got to roll out of bed and do pushups, do it. <laughs> it will ah. eventually not feel so weird or hard. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of the experience I had when I started walking fast for the second I get up because I love to spend my time with the Lord and have my coffee and have my Bible. But I was like, no, I'm going straight outside and I'm going to move first before I sit. Um, so it's whether it's doing a plank or doing a high five or speaking the affirmations, part of changing your self image and part of changing the trajectory of your life is starting with your thoughts, right? And, and changing the thoughts that you have. Yeah. But again, sometimes that thought doesn't happen until you get the action going. Just like with the gal that, I mean, I guess she changed her thought that she would do it, that she would take the direction I gave her. So that would be a change of thought, right? But she did take different action that she wouldn't have done to begin with. So sometimes it's it's also the action. If, if the thoughts aren't happening and you're not changing that very well, let's change an action and that'll change a thought. That is so good. I love that. I love that. I think you can apply that on any area of your life, you know, whether it's your marriage or your finances, you know, you're having negative thoughts about whatever your husband, go do something positive for him. You have negative thoughts about your financial situation. Start speaking, just start declaring life over that area of your life. So it can be really any area of your life. It can. And, you know, going back to actually answering your question, because I don't believe I did. Um, the fact if if you do not have a healthy uh, awareness of yourself and who God created you to be, it creates definitely a ripple effect of those around you. So if you are, uh, you know, a mom, your children know if you are not God confident, they know when you're when you're flat, when you're when you're feeling down on yourself, your, your kids want you to uh, to thrive and to see you at your best. And so it starts to um, trickle down to them. It trickles into your marriage. It trickles into how you serve in your community. Um, that's why it's so important, again, to not just have this self-confidence because self is fleshly, but have that self-confidence in Christ so that we see ourselves in God's image. So it's that God and self-confidence combined. So, so good. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap up for this week. Next week, I want to, I'm going to have you back on and I want to talk more intentionally about that mother daughter connection when it comes to your body image and self image, because I agree with you that so much of it comes from 
the words that we hear the women and around us say, particularly our mothers, um, when it comes to our body image. And then of course we have the impact of the media, which we're going to talk more about too. But Wendy, tell me really quick. First of all, I want you to give my listeners, including me, an assignment <laughs> for the new year to think about, to pray on, and to put into practice to improve our self-image and our health in this new year. So you're going to, A, you're going to give us an assignment. B, then I want you to tell my listeners, how do they find out about your work, your course, and the program that you take women through to really take back their lives and take back their health. Yeah. Well, I want to read actually uh, from Psalm 24, three, and it says, who may climb the mountain of the Lord, who may stand in his holy place, only those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their savior. Such people may seek you a worship in your presence, O God of Jacob. And I have underlined and an arrow pointed in my Bible and never tell lies. And that means to yourself as well, right? So that's going to be the, the action. Okay. To notice, to notice, am I, am I saying a lie over my life? And so I would say, have a, a piece of paper or something on your phone. It's a digital world, whatever works for you, but have like two columns. And if there's a lie that pops in and you notice, write it out and then counter it with God's truth mm -hmm. so that that lie does not remain. And you can start to focus on the, on the, the words of life that God has, uh, has, has, told us to be true and start to practice that. So we create a new neurological association in our mind and new groove and a new, um, new pathway. Uh, so that would be this uh, action step for you. And regarding the Visibly Fit seven-week accelerator program, this is a program that is life-changing. It's mind, body, spirit, emotions. As a naturopathic uh, doctor, I'm really all about, obviously, the holistic approach. Um, I am geared more towards whole food, plant, whole food, plant-based lifestyle, uh, but there's exercise using your body as your gym. I give meal plans, grocery lists, recipes. At week five, you get meals sent to your door. We have a community. There's coaching every week. Like it's the full on full meal deal and it's life-changing. And I've seen people get off medication in as short as two weeks on the program, uh, release unhealthy weight, release unhealthy emotions attached to that weight. And you can go there today and through I Am Woman, through this podcast, you can get a $200 discount if you use I Am Woman, all capital, all one word in, um, in the promo code uh, at getvisiblyfit.com and uh, take action. This is your year. This is your year to, to rise and, and step up. But yeah, you get a $200 discount. And if you have questions, let me know, but I'd be happy to walk you through it. We'd love to have you. That is so awesome. I love that you are doing this for women, Wendy. 20 it years, is girl, 20 years. 20 years. I know. I hate to say it. 20 years for me too. <laughs> I'm like, how many years are we going to speak on the same topic? Well, because we still 
now have a generation of girls in college who say that their number one issue is self-image. So it is up to the mothers to get this right, in my view, (laughs) to get this right so that we can model it and pass it from generation to generation. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Wendy. I've loved having you on and everyone listening, make sure you check out Wendy's program at visiblyfit.com. Use the coupon code IAMAWOMAN to get $200 off of her course. And let me tell you, this is the time for us to step into living our best life. And it begins with taking care of ourselves, body, soul, and spirit. I am a woman. That's right. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Jennifer. Remember, I'm a woman and my name means life. Life.